What is up, my MS Gym Familia? How are you guys doing? Welcome to Motivation Monday. Um, I missed you guys last week. I just needed a needed some uh, some just to get get my thoughts together last week, which is why I wasn't in the house. And this week, I'm sick. <laughs> so um, we've had a lot going on, and uh, you know, so if I if I sound a little slurpy and I rub my nose a lot and it looks like I've been punching the nose a bunch. Uh, it's because it's because Trevi, Coach Trevi, ain't feeling so great. But I did not want to miss another Motivation Monday, and uh, I just kind of felt like what I'm going through right now, and kind of the experience that I've had over the past week or so, is pretty relevant to everything that you're going through with MS, and we're going through as an MS gym family, and all that kind of fun stuff. So I am coming to you live from my downstairs basement because I am I ain't going anywhere today. <laughs> I don't, my head hurts. I got snot all over the place. My eyes hurt. My jaw hurts. Like I just made lunch for Misty and I, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it hurts to chew, <laughs> but it was all worth it. And here's why it was worth it is, uh, I don't really get sick like hardly ever. And when I do get sick, uh, it's typically because I've gotten run down. I haven't necessarily taken care of myself as well. Uh, I haven't slept as well. I, I haven't stayed on top of water as well. I may not have been, uh, I, I think I did an okay job of managing stress, but uh, we've had a, a pretty pretty intense couple weeks here, and here's why. is uh, So when Misty and I moved down to Denver, or Littleton, I guess, eight years ago, like, like we had a dream, right? Like I talked about uh, in my Martin Luther King email, but our dream was to come down and open up a medical fitness practice. And after we got married, open up a medical fitness practice and move down to Littleton and set up shop and build a medical fitness uh, facility and build a community in Littleton, Colorado of people who are wanting to use exercise to heal. And we are going to ride off on the sun, ride off into the sunset and be awesome. That didn't happen. <laughs> okay. So we moved down here and number one, it took us like forever to find a space. It was like 57 spaces before we found our, our space for our business. And then we, uh, and then we, we were in Denver for South Denver for a little bit. And then we moved over here to open up our, uh, our medical fitness facility. And it was a lot of money. Like the rent was really, really a lot of money. And so we didn't have any money. And so therefore we decided, or we, uh, we lived in our in-laws garage for months. I think it was like four or five months or something like that in the middle of winter in Colorado. So there was no heat. There was no insulation. We basically had our dresser, our bed and three dogs to keep us warm. Okay. So we sacrificed there. Like we, we it wasn't like a, Hey babe, glad you married me. Here's your dream house. Let me carry you over the threshold. And there's an, there is an orchestra playing and all this kind of stuff. Like, nah, Hey babe, let's open up a business that we really don't have any clients. We have zero people. We just left a six figure business in Fort Collins to start. And Hey PS, can you ask your parents if we can live in their garage <laughs> with their dogs? <laughs> Aren't you glad you married me? Um, so yeah, so it was uh, it was kind of a it was an interesting start. Then we opened up our facility, we rocked it for a couple three or four years, and then what happened is we had a baby, and the but we had two babies. We had Isla and we had our business, and the business took me over. The business stole time away from me, stole time away from Misty uh, for both of our children. And it just was, it got to the point where it was too much. Uh, we got excited and tried to overextend ourselves too much. 
And we had to walk away from that business because number one, uh, we were in over our heads, to be honest. And number two is that it was totally stealing my joy and what I was really passionate about, which was serving people and healing people through the power of movement and mindset. And I always had this inkling that I was supposed to do something online. I always had this feeling that I was supposed to help more people that was just confined to that little community because I had to trade time for dollars and I was the only one that could do it. And when you run out of time, you run out of energy. And when you run out of energy, you just don't want to help people anymore because you're toast. And so... Uh, so uh, we had to shut that down. So again, after we after we shut it down, walked away from that business, we were in a rough spot. And financially, we were in a rough spot. Occupationally, we were in a rough spot. I had invested a lot of money into uh, looking for how to r- run an online platform, how to be an online entrepreneur, how to find you guys. And honestly, that pushed our dreams of having a home and having a family and having a community uh, further and further and further and further away. And Misty, being the amazing wife that she is, stood by me. She supported me. She supported our dream. She never gave up on our dream. She never gave up on her husband. And she never gave up on finding you guys. And a year and a half ago, when we actually found you guys, we just knew this was the right path. And because we've been working towards you know, saving for a house for a number of years, trying to get our, our stuff right, trying to get our finances back built up and all that. And then now with the success of the MS Gym, you guys uh, have helped us uh, be able to achieve one of our dreams, which was to purchase a home here in Littleton that is literally like right next to Misty's whole family. Her sister's right by us. Her mom and dad are right by us. Her brother's right by us. Uh, their cousins are right by us. Like we are truly setting up roots in our home now because of you guys. So just like how you guys have found a home with the MS gym, we have found a home here in Littleton with you guys and with our family and, and we're not going anywhere. So I tell you this story because like I knew the past three weeks, like in buying a house, there's always a ton of stuff going on. Like you have massive hoops to jump through. There's a lot of, uh, of, of just, scrupulous or scrutiny that has to happen like tax returns and student loans and credit reports and uh bank reports and or bank whatever they're called whatever they're called i don't even remember what they're called bank statements <laughs> there you go and uh it, it gets to be a lot and misty has been such a rock star she's been doing a lot of that stuff while i'm i'm creating content and working with you guys like we have done a good job together as a couple of getting this job done but it has been stressful and the thing is, I knew it was going to be stressful. And, it, and and three weeks ago, I made the decision that this experience was not going to be like every other experience that we've tried to do where we do a life event and we end up fighting, we end up stressed out, we end up mad at each other, we end up like just not in a good place. And we're like, yeah, we got it done, but it wasn't worth it. And I made a decision three weeks ago uh, after we did this house. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to prepare myself for the last couple weeks of the month. Once, once we heard when our closing date was, I'm like, I'm going to prepare my mind, my heart, my body to uh, to make sure that this is a good experience for Misty, a good experience for me, a good experience for our kiddos, and this doesn't take us out. 
And so I was prepared for last week. I had actually worked it through in my head what it would feel like if we had to walk away from the house. What I would feel like if, if, if our credit didn't go. What it would feel like if there was an oopsie and we lost something. Or what it would feel like if the night before we all of a sudden had to get all these bank records together. What it would feel like if we had to stay up all night to get the documents ready for closing. What it would feel like. Like how would I feed my body? What, what, how could I stay on top of my water? What kind of exercise would I do? What kind of breathing exercise? What I do? How would I get my mind right? And I prepared myself for stress and I prepared myself for celebration at the same time. And then once we figure out closing, then we also had Brielle's birthday this week, okay? One of our daughters. So she had her four year old birthday, and Brielle loves to be the center of attention. She loves to be the show. And she's really good at it. And she entertains people. Like, no one leaves it and leaves Brielle's parties not entertained. Like, she is awesome. But we wanted to make her feel special. And in amongst all this chaos, I wasn't going to let having one of my children feel insignificant and let one of their birthdays pass them by. Misty and I were like, not going to happen. We want Brielle to feel like this is her day. This is her house. She got a house for her birthday. And everybody showed up for her. So that was important as well. So over the past couple weeks, I have continued to exercise. I have continued to take my supplements. I have continued to hydrate, but it hasn't been 100%. I gave myself a, a room and space and grace to know that I'm not going to be 100%. I'm not going to make every workout. I skipped some days because I was exhausted. I slept in some days and rested. I did some stretching and some mobility work when I was supposed to go hit a workout because I knew that that would help my body recover. And I want to give you guys that same space. The thing is, is that when you have a crisis, so a crisis can be defined as pretty much anything that causes disruption in your normal way of doing life. That could be a good set of circumstances or not so good a set of circumstances. Like buying a house, celebrating your, your, uh, your, your daughter's birthday, celebrating your marriage, celebrating dreams come true. Like that's all good stuff. But the process up to that of looking for houses and going through loans and going to classes for our for our like lender and dealing with things falling through and being on the phone with customer service and the IRS for three hours during a government shutdown when we didn't even know this was going to happen and every other loan that we were going through like this was falling through left and right, like that takes a lot of stress on your body. Okay? A lot of stress on your body. So I'm sick today because I endured all that stress and my immune system got broken down, but I am not taken out. My jaw hurts right now. My hands hurt right now. My neck hurt. My back hurts. My eyes hurt. My head hurts. Like I should probably just go to bed, but I'm okay because I prepared myself knowing that I was going to feel like this this day. I'm eating well today. I just did my whole little apple cider vinegar, lemon juice, bone broth thing. Like I'm good. But I prepared myself for that. And so I want to let you guys know that whether you're preparing for something good or whether you're preparing for something not so good like a possible flare-up, a possible relapse, in-laws that you may not like coming in to see you, a family event that you're excited to go to but there's a lot of travel involved that may take you out or a vacation that is going to require you to make massive arrangements for your wheelchair and your trekking poles and all that. Like that is all stress. That is all threat. That will all try to take you out. So you have to train your brain, train your body, train your mind to be able to anticipate that and prepare for that. 
And I want to give you guys some tips today because I don't have a ton of energy. So this ain't going to be a 45 minute or I want to give you guys some tips today on how to actually do that because this is what I did. I found this, uh, these tips about three weeks ago and I've been trying to practice them kind of in the privacy of my own self to see if it would work. And it did. This is one of the best experiences, this home buying process that Misty and I have ever had together. Like it was a pleasant experience despite the stress. It was a pleasant experience despite the like, oh my gosh, is this actually going to happen? And we're both tired. We both lost sleep. Our kids are, you know, our kids are recovering like all this. But at the end of the day, like we're both very grateful for where we're at. So the first thing that you need to do in order to prepare yourself and build up your confidence knowing that you can handle a crisis is going to be to prepare for every possibility. So you want to you want to practice, all right? So you want to practice before it's a problem. So John Wooden was a legendary coach at UCLA and he said that practice was his favorite part of the week. It was his favorite part about the game because in practice, that's when you prepare for the battle of the game because a game is very unpredictable. Your guys' life is unpredictable. Your MS life is unpredictable. MS symptoms are unpredictable. Other reactions from other people are unpredictable. Environments and circumstantial changes are unpredictable. So you need to train yourself for the unpredictability, which is why we focus so much in here on uh, preparing you, your brain, to reduce threat. So when I have you do things like BGB, that is preparing you for worst case scenarios. If you get into a slippery situation, if you get caught in a snowstorm, if you, you get to somewhere and you're like, oh crap, I don't have my walker, how are you going to get to your car? You BGB. BGB is your emergency response plan. BGB is your proprioceptive grounding source that tells you to get your butts underneath you, your guts pulled in and your blades down so that your brain can find some sort of familiarity in an unfamiliar environment to allow you to walk and move. And so that when you guys practice BGB in all of your programs in the MS gym because it's built into every single program, even the, even the hand, wrist, elbow stuff. I always say, as you're just working on turning your hand over, sit in BGB because you want to connect BGB into a properly functioning hand because then if your body's like, oh, I need to use my hand, bam, BGB. Or if your brain's like, oh, I'm in BGB, that means I can better use my hand. It goes both ways. So there's functional brain patterning that happens in your body. It's called brain mapping. So every single session that you do in the MS gym reinforces that map. What do you use a map for? Finding direction. You use a map when you are lost. You use a map when you are trying to get yourself from this point to this point. Therefore, brain maps in your body are massively important. Every single program in the MS gym builds your brain map. Every single time you listen to a Motivation Monday and then apply good, new, healthy, strong, positive, optimistic, hope-filled thinking, that's a brain map. So that when you start to get into a chaotic event like I just went through, your brain is, is now trained to calm itself down, refocus, recalibrate, find the map, find the route, and go back to feeling okay, feeling calm. Instead of going into anxiety and panic and fear and frustration because there's so much unknown, you have a map that your brain now knows. Okay? So... 
Um, so that's that. That's practicing your plan. So you practice your movement patterns. You practice your stuff so that when something happens, either it you, you prevent it, or that the results that would have happened that would have been catastrophic may not been may may not have been as bad. So I just saw that Gina put up BGB doesn't really catch me on the ice. Well, yeah, BGB doesn't counteract gravity. So gravity is going to make you fall and the lack of friction is going to make you fall. There's no amount of BGB that you're going to do that's going to prevent you from falling. However, it probably made it so that your head didn't slap on the ice. You didn't fracture your hip. You didn't break your ankle. And you're probably going to recover a lot faster because your body knows how to recover from a trauma better, Gina. So think about it like that. Instead of thinking about what BGB didn't do for you, think about what it what possibly could have happened if you hadn't possibly been practicing and improving the way that your body works. So the second thing on how to be confident in a crisis is to define your reality, okay? So a lot of times when we're in a crisis, especially with the MS brain because you guys have been so beaten up and you've been so neglected and you've been so abused and you've been so trained that like if there's a flare up or a symptom flare up that your whole world's going to fall apart that because that is what basically you've been told is oh you're having a symptom flare up yeah you're getting worse oh you're having a symptom flare up yeah well you know it is progressive right so it is going to get worse like just par for the course with MS it's unpredictable everybody's different that's a bunch of crap Yes, MS is it is individualized and there are different situations, but the fact of the matter is is that the brain functions in the, in every person is the same way. Like an elbow is an elbow in every single person unless you don't have one. A shoulder is a shoulder. It has the same parts. They may just be arranged different unless you don't have one. Okay? So you need to chill out and stay calm, which is what Michelle just said, and define your reality. So like when you're going into a flare-up, or when you have a bad interaction with a doctor or with a family member or at a movie theater or, or trying to drive but it didn't work or falling on the ice like Gina did, it's like, well, how threatening is this really? Compared to, and I love this, one of our pastors at church said this, compared to being attacked by a grizzly bear, how bad is this really? Ask yourself, have I been here before? Has someone, someone that I know who has MS been here before? Has Trevor talked about something like this before? And what do I do to get out of it? You need to acknowledge what is in your control and what is out of your control. So like falling on ice, just because it's snowy as heck here and that came up, you can't control gravity and you can't control the coefficient of friction on ice. You just can't do it. So therefore, just because you fell doesn't mean that your, your, your MS symptoms are worse. All that means is that, you know, you fell. So then if you're hurting or something's flared up, you now have a movement plan to help calm down your symptoms, calm down your threat and be like, you know what? It could have been worse. I could have broken something. I could have been laying there on the ice because I couldn't get back up because I have MS, but I didn't. I'm okay. I could have like let that comment from a doctor take me out. I could have ended up falling off my bed like I'll, I'll read a, uh, a post in just a little bit like Kathy did this weekend and had to have the police and the, fire, the firemen come 
which I'm sure she didn't fully object to, right? I saw those comments. Just send the hot firemen, whatever. But people that landed out of their bed and couldn't get up and had the embarrassment of having first responders show up, that might have taken people out. But Kathy was prepared for that to happen, so it didn't take her out. Her reality was this could have been worse and I know how to get out of this and I know how to recover from it where a year and a half ago I didn't have that. So you have to define your reality because oftentimes crisis and chaos can skew our reality into a a reality that really isn't true that is false evidence appearing real which means that you have fear which is a liar. So the third one for being confident in a crisis is to communicate with those you trust. So if you know you're going through something rough, reach out to some MSers who have gone through it. Reach out and ask questions and comments to me or your movement moderators. Reach out to the members corner if you're in the membership and ask like, hey, I had this happen or, or I'm, 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 go- I'm planning for this to happen. What did you guys do? I have a wedding coming up and I have to travel overseas. Has anybody traveled overseas and how did you get around the stress? How did you get around finding a wheelchair at the airport? How did you get around not sleeping well in foreign beds? How did you get around people talking about you and to you at a wedding and, and, and you, you're there being like, oh, and like having these I feel sorry for you looks when you don't feel sorry for you. Like communicating is, is good. You have, to be, you have to be open in describing your problems and ask for help. I don't want you just in this mentality, just head down, power through. Don't ask anybody for help. That's what it means to be a warrior. No, man. Warriors fight with a group of other soldiers. Players fight with a team. Family fights alongside each other against our common opponent. So communication is key. You need to communicate. So when you communicate with people you trust... People who know what you're going through. People who you know won't judge you. People who you know understand you. But people who also won't let you sit there and wallow in your misery. But be like, look, there's a solution. Let's just figure this out. Don't feel sorry for yourself. I know it sucks that you even have to think about this. But there is a solution. Those are the people you want to talk to. So you you want to share. They want to share what they did. You're going to share what you did. And that builds up confidence in your family and in this community that we can get through anything that the world and that MS throws at us. As a family, as a team, as a unit, we can do this together. And then the last part of this, this being confident in your crisis is learning to grow. So the first word in there is learning. So if you fall, reflect on what happened. If you're stuck on the floor, reflect about what you've learned. So I put these words down when you want to learn to grow. Like every single time you fall, every single time that you fail, you want to fall forward. You want to fail forward, right? You want to be defeated, but you want to be determined in your defeat, right? You You want to get vigorous in your victory. So these words, learn, reflect, replay, re-strategize, and then celebrate. Learn, reflect, replay, re-strategize, and then celebrate. That is how you get over a fall. That is how you get over a flare-up. That is how you get over a relapse. That is how you get over a, a, a broken heart, a broken mind. Uh, somebody saying the wrong thing to you at the wrong time on the wrong day when you're just not having it, right? That is how you do it. 
So if something happens to you, reflect on it. Learn from it. Replay it in your head. The other thing is, when you're down on the floor, think about it. What have I learned how to get out of this situation? Replay things that you've done before when you practice the exercise of being on the floor before. Or you practice the exercise of what to do when your leg locks. Or you practice the exercise of how to lift your leg and how do you BGB through it. Like, reflect on it. Don't panic. Stay calm. Stay present. Stay connected to yourself and to the things that you've learned. Find a strategy. If rolling over to your left doesn't work, maybe you roll over to your right. If rolling over doesn't work, maybe you try BGB and locking down your shoulder blades and doing it. If, if lifting your leg from your foot doesn't work, lift it from your hips. If, if you know that you're going to be walking in an environment that's really, really loud in two weeks, then start. if you're feeling good practicing at home when it's quiet, but you know that you get thrown off when it's going to be really, really loud in two weeks at a, at, a, at a big event and you're afraid of what might happen. Start playing loud music as you practice in the comfort of your own home in some place that is familiar to you. Progressively reduce the threat. So by learning from those threats, reflecting on those threats, replaying through those threats and re-strategizing around those threats by learning how to move right, reflecting on how you have moved right, replaying in your head what you've been successful doing, and then using it and executing and applying that strategy to your current crisis, that will help you get through it successfully. Is it going to be painless? No. Is it going to be something that's going to be easy? Not necessarily. Is it going to be something that's not a struggle? Not really. But you know that you can do it. You have confidence that you can do it. You've been here before. You've done that before. And you've walked through things that were either just as bad or worse already. Because a year and a half ago, two years ago, you didn't have a community. You didn't have exercise. You didn't have a coach. You didn't have any solutions. And now you do. You didn't even have anybody challenging you to think like this. You didn't even know that you were allowed to think like this or challenge the prognosis of MS will take you out and put you in an assisted living home in the next five years and you're probably going to die 10 years early too. And the quality of your life is going to suck too. And everybody that you love is going to leave you too. And your body's going to fall apart every day too. Those were used, That was your narrative. Now it's not. Now you're in a community that talks about preparing for possibilities, that talks about defining a new reality, your reality, that talks about having a support group in a community to go to when you're struggling, and talks about learning from your mistakes is that MS just accelerates and and enhances and magnifies the neurologic mistakes in your body because your brain can't react as fast. MS doesn't mean that you've forgotten, you've gotten less intelligent, less capable, or more handicapped. All it means is that you have to find a different way. And if you stay calm, stay present, stay connected, that increases your confidence. And if you prepare, if you prepare yourself for this, define your reality and don't sway from that. Communicate your struggles and then learn to grow and apply the things that you've learned. You can make it through anything. I know you can. So I love you guys like crazy and and Kathy because I just saw you pop up. I'm going to just paraphrase your post that you put up this weekend because it was amazing. Okay. So Kathy uh, Shulti, like she, she had a problem this weekend. 
All right? She had a problem this weekend. This, this woman's been rocking it, and she's been doing her thing, and she's been in the MS gym for quite a while, and she's a moderator, and she knows, uh, she knows a lot what's going on, and she knows where to go, and she knows where the exercises are, and all that kind of fun stuff. But this weekend, her body gave out on her. This weekend, she fell. This weekend, uh, she fell out of her chair, and she tried to stand up, and bam, she fell. She was under her table. Her legs were folded under her. Her mom and dad were trying to help her out, but she felt like her legs were going to break. <laughs> okay? So uh, her knees were going to pop. Her legs were going to break. Like she literally was like, uh-oh, this is not good. But she still stayed calm. She knew she was going to be okay. So she was trying to hang on a chair getting up. She stayed in that position of just hanging like this on a chair for 45 minutes until they called the first responders. Then she had the police and the ambulance show up. They had to put a steel cord under her body and while she was still in fetal position and pull her back up. She didn't want to she didn't want to basically straighten out. She put the she was put back in her bed. She had super sore knees, super sore ankles. But then she was like, "Well, uh, that sucked. I didn't like that, but I know I'll be okay." So she put she used CBD oil and ibuprofen and fell asleep, right? Then, right before she, uh, she woke up, she was trying to straighten her arms, and then all of a sudden, like her body kind of freaked out and all tensed up. And then it just, poof, it just relaxed, and it just released. Right? So what she said is that, ironically, the thing that she was using to, to help her actually caused her legs to collapse, right? And then yet it supported her so she didn't get more injured. But what she felt was, and this is pretty crazy, is that she felt her whole body move because it was struggling to get out of that position. She literally felt her feet move, her ankles move, her knees move, her hips move, her, body, her spine move, her shoulders move, her neck move. And she said, I feel my body more than ever. This setback was a setup. This setback was a setup. I believe some switches have been turned on. What? What? Like, think about that mindset. She's she's one of our chariot warriors. She spends most of her time in her wheelchair. She's been rocking it. She's been doing well. She's had a bunch of victories, and yet she fell, and she struggled in a very compromising, humiliating, exhausting, fatiguing position for 45 minutes, and yet she found a quote-unquote silver lining in that. And she tried. She was actually seeking for a reason why that was happening. And she found it is that she literally felt in her time of crisis, her entire body wake up. Which means to her brain that, oh my gosh, I finally found my ankle and my toes, even if it was under duress. She prepared. She's been preparing, doing exercises over and over and over and over and over every day preparing for a what-if situation. She's communicated with people. She's celebrated with people. She's asked questions for people. And the cool part about Kathy is while she was on her back feeling like her legs were going to bust up, she defined her reality. And she's like, this could be worse. I could have no idea what to do right now. But yet I can still BGB. I have more body awareness than I've ever had. And I'm going to be okay. And then once she 
got to a safe place and the crisis had been over and the storm was over, she actually used this experience to learn. She used this experience. She reflected on it. She replayed it. She re-strategized it. And she's like, if that ever happens again, I will know now how to do that better. Will she pop right off the floor? Probably not. But she'll know that she did it once and survived it once. So therefore, she's going to be okay. So the key thing is, guys, is that it's not just about experience and practice. It's about evaluated experience and practice. So we're not just here to exercise for the sake of exercising. If you want to get better and you want to feel good and you actually want to change your life and transform your mind and your body, you've got to apply this stuff and you've got to really think through connecting your brain with your muscles, joints, and nerves. Connecting your brain with your mind and how you, th- how you think. Because if you take an experience and you don't apply it and you don't evaluate it and you don't strategize on how you would use that the next time, then it's a wasted opportunity. So these are the things that I use to make this home buying experience awesome with my wife. These are the things I use to get me through the chaos of, of dealing with the, with the process of home buying. In addition to filming new programs for you guys and meeting with my team and talking to Ken and having the, the, you know, the fires behind the scenes come up and you know, blah, 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 blah. Like we're, we're running a community of 18,000 people. Stuff comes up. We have a membership of well over a thousand people. Stuff comes up. Like we're still having to do life and manage our life even though we've added something new which was Brielle's birthday and buying a house to the mix. You just got to figure out a way to manage it. But I really think that you guys being these MS gym athletes that I know you are can stop and clear your brain for long enough to, to prepare yourself, prepare your brain, prepare your body, prepare your mind. Come up with a way that you get the right food in your house. Buy it in advance. If you know that you're, something's coming up, make sure you have the right food. Make sure you have a water bottle. Make sure that you, you tell everybody, hey, I got to exercise for 30 minutes a day. Leave me alone. I got to get this done if I want to have a good time. Like, Prepare yourself. Define your reality. Okay? Communicate with others and ask for their help and then use what you've learned in the MS gym and figure out like how would I actually use BGB if I fell down? How would I actually use BGB if I was stuck on ice and I couldn't get somewhere? What would I do? How would I use BGB if all of a sudden my wheel fell off my walker and I had to actually still get to my car? What would I do? Maybe you practice a wheelie walker on three wheels, okay, safely. Maybe you turn on that loud music to prepare you for a loud situation. Maybe you practice just taking five steps on the snow right now to just prepare your body like, well, let's go use BGB in the snow just in case I have to so it's not foreign to my brain. So I say that and I just let you guys know, I give you that analogy of what I went through because I prepared in my head what the stress of all of this past couple weeks would be like and it actually helped me manage it better and I even though I'm sick today I don't feel great today my head is pounding right now (laughs) like I was I'm still able to put my thoughts together write an email speak to you guys hopefully fire you up hopefully give you some kind of concise clear message you can use and let you know that I'm here for you I love you and we all got this together all right so I know that you guys are confident in a crisis I know you guys are my athletes Practice is where performance is made and we practice daily so that when the games of MS Life show up, 
It's game time. It's a pressure situation. I know that you guys will rise. I know that you guys will reflect. I know that you guys will apply. And I know you guys will succeed because you are my champions. And I love you to pieces. So I'm going to go blow my nose now because it's about to start coming out. And I got to get some water. So I will talk to you guys later. Have an awesome day. And I will see you soon.